Timeout when there's gaps in coverage. Every team needs a player that they can count on to help out. Aflac Supplemental Insurance can help close the gap between what health insurance covers and what it doesn't. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Aflac pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. Get help with expenses that health insurance does not cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. This is Hour 1 on this Tuesday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Come on in, stay a while. You can dial us up if you like. Operator Tyler standing by to take your phone calls, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow. Poll question, play of the day, stat of the day, all of that forthcoming. Say good morning if you're watching on Peacock, thank you. That's our streaming partner. Download the app if you haven't done so. And our radio affiliates around the country, iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio. By the way, this uh, first hour is brought to you by the great folks at Discover Credit Cards. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. So the cash back from trips and restaurants all doubled. See terms and check it out for yourself. Discover.com slash match. As always, our stat of the day brought to you by the great folks at Panini America, the official trading cards of this program. The NFL offseason was filled with a lot of questions around the running back position, and rightfully so. There was this crusade campaign. They need to get paid. They need to have guaranteed contracts. Well, after week two of the regular season, there's a you know, cause for a concern that uh, the running back position is exactly what, he, what we thought it was going to be. Saquon Barkley, he fought tooth and nail to get that one-year $10 million contract. He's played well. Injured his ankle, probably going to be out for three weeks. 
Josh Jacobs, similar position. He wanted to get paid, got paid. He had negative two yards rushing this last weekend. And then last night, Nick Chubb carted off the field after that scary knee injury. Meanwhile, you have a career-long backup in Raheem Mostert. He had over 120 yards and two touchdowns for the Dolphins on Sunday against the Patriots. And Mostert is uh, paid $1.2 million this season. So while the running back position may seem appealing, uh, this season's results are certainly a cautionary tale for the NFL's front office. And you hate to see that with any position, but these running backs, the better they are, the, the more likely they're not going to get paid because the logic is, well, you rush for 1,500 yards. That's a lot of abuse on your body. We don't do that with any other position, but we do that with the running back position. Since coming into the league in 2018, Nick Chubb has rushed for 6,500 yards, second most to Derrick Henry. His 48 touchdowns, second most to Derrick Henry. Chubb averages 2.7 yards per carry after uh, contact, the most by any player with at least 200 carries since 2018. No, no, it's okay. You can. Wasn't done with the stat of the day, but that's okay. Stat of the day. Stat of the day. Stat of the day. This is the stat of the day. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of this program. But Nick Chubb is going to be done. Uh, we don't know if it's season-ending injury. He's had uh, you know surgically repaired knee that he injured again last night and the loss by the Cleveland Browns to the uh, Steelers. Also, the Saints over the Panthers. That was a tough watch. Uh, I was trying to get excited about that. Like, oh, two uh, NFC South teams getting together. Throw out the records, and I started watching. I go, I don't know if Derek Carr is good. I think he he can be good, but I don't know if he can be consistently good. And I'm watching. I'm just waiting for something to happen here. Bryce Young, he's a rookie. He looked like it, and uh, he's going to be running for his life. Just is. I don't know how good he is. It goes back to what I've said about these quarterbacks, where you get drafted can be a great indicator of how successful you're going to be. The higher up, the longer it's going to take. It's sometimes when you fall in the draft. You know, you look back on the history of the draft. There are guys who fell for whatever reason they fell, but they had a better chance to be successful because they were going to a better team. Bryce Young is on a team that's not good. Justin Fields is on a team that's not very good. Uh, You're asked to do more. They expect you to do more and do it quicker. And Bryce Young is going to face that this year. Here's his head coach, Frank Reich, talking about his rookie quarterback's performance. I can tell you this. It's certainly, you know, our struggle on offense. It's it's not one person. Again, I will look at the film, but, you know, I thought Bryce still did some really positive things, made some good, made some plays with his feet, made some good decisions, made good throws, um, showed plenty of, things that we want to see so I was encouraged by that I, I know how hard it is to play that position I've been around it a long time and and I know how dependent it is on everything so we all got to get better um, everybody's got to get better coaches and players so that, that's the way we work through it yeah I mean it's going to be a long year and Bryce Young it's a learning year you just have to be patient 
And, you know, your expectation level has to be lowered a little bit. And his might have to be lowered a little bit. But he does have some qualities there that you hope that he's able. And he runs smart. Uh, you know, he'll go out of bounds. He'll slide. And he's slight. He is very slight. But, you know, got a great football acumen. And maybe they get some weapons in there. I mean, they gave up their best weapon to get the opportunity to take Bryce Young. Back to uh, the Cleveland Browns. With uh, the injury to Nick Chubb, here is head coach Kevin Stefanski of the Browns. Reports out there uh, uh, from NFL Network that, uh, that Nick has suffered multiple torn ligaments in, in the I can't, I, without imaging, I can't say. So, uh, significant knee injury. Do you anticipate him being done for the season? I do. Yeah, I, I, Adam Schefter put out a report, but it, was, it should have been flipped. Because when he first put out the report about the injury, he mentioned Nick Chubb had had this knee surgically repaired, I think ACL, MCL, PCL. And you would have thought, reading from his tweet, that that's what he suffered last night. And, you know, it should have been just, you know, serious injury or could be a season ending, whatever it might be. And then you could say that he also suffered these injuries to that same knee. But it was not, uh, it was poorly designed, that tweet. Uh, Deshaun Watson didn't look good. Um, he did talk about the uh, value of uh, Nick Chubb. I know he don't have a C on his on his jersey, but you know he, he's a captain. He's a he's a leader. He's the definition of this of this team, of this city, of this organization. And um, you know we got a, a lot of holes to fill. You know while he's while he's away. So um, I mean it's even tough to even speak on it. And um, just hopefully he. You know, we get the best outcome for him. Now, there was a pick six. That's not on Watson, unless you say he threw the ball a little too hard, the opening play. But a couple of penalties on him. The one where he had his hand in the face mask of a Steeler defender almost looked like his hand was caught in there, and he couldn't get it out. The officials saw it and flagged him. But it wasn't a good performance. He got a hall pass last year with Cleveland because we thought, okay, everything that's gone on, going to a new team, trying to get acclimated there. So I think that the analysts sort of backed away from him. Now, let's see him have a full camp, uh, maybe uh, move on from all the drama, and he has not had a good start. So, you know, you're no longer on scholarship from the standpoint of, yeah, you know, let's give him a little bit of time. He was a really good quarterback with the Texans. He was a really good quarterback for a bad team. And they had to guarantee all of his money because he didn't want to go to Cleveland. And they guaranteed all of his money. And now you're stuck with him. And I don't know if it was me. He didn't feel it, it. He just seemed very hesitant. You know, he didn't really commit to running. And I don't remember him being a great runner. Not, not the way quarterbacks are now great runners. But he's not elusive. And he just seemed, like, cautious. And now without Nick Chubb, now they're going to rely on you even more. And you saw that last night. Not a good performance. Um, Kenny Pickett, he's, he's, he has, has moments. But at that position, you can't just have moments. You have to have more moments that are really good than those moments where you go, oh, my God, what happened there? I mean, not great numbers. The Steeler defense bailed him out. Uh, but he's got weapons there. Uh, so, and I do like the Steelers. I'm I'm high on the Steelers. 
Um, not as much on the Browns. And the Bengals, with the Joe Burrow situation, they're probably going to have to rest him for a couple of weeks just to ensure that they have him for, you know, three quarters of the season. You got a game with the Rams coming up on Monday night, and I don't think Joe Burrow is going to be playing. Because you have to look at this. This is long-term. This is bigger picture. You don't want to have an Achilles injury here, obviously. But this is where it starts with some athletes, the calf, and then it becomes the Achilles. So let's a preemptive uh, strike with this, sit him down for a couple of weeks, and hopefully he responds to treatment, and then you get him back. But you just there's no need to have him out there on one leg, you know, giving us the uh, the old football try because you have too much invested in him. So watching last night, uh, certainly the Chubb injury, who's one of my favorite players. He's just 1,500 yards, uh, doesn't say much, not a self-promoter at all, just plays good football. I mean, Sony Michelle was thought to be a better running back coming out of college. Nick Chubb is just like, all right, yeah, he's pretty good. No, he's really good. No, he's as good as any running back in football. And that's a huge loss for the Browns. Now, he got a second contract. And I don't know, is he two years into that second contract, Paulie? Yeah, he signed, because remember, he did get second-round money, not a ton of money coming out of college. He signed a three-year, $36 million deal a couple years ago. $12 million signing bonus, $20 million guaranteed. So let's say this injury is really, really serious. He would Let's say he couldn't continue for some reason. He's going to make $34 million in his career, including this year's salary, which is completely guaranteed. Yeah, and that's a competitive division. You know, I do like the Ravens a lot. I think the Ravens are a Super Bowl contender. And, you know, let's see what the Bengals are able to do. Now 0-2, the Browns with that performance and then losing Nick Chubb. The Steelers are good. You know, I I just – this is one of those divisions where I think anybody can win it and – we're probably going to see that sort of uh, maneuvering throughout the season. Somebody's going to be in first, somebody's going to be in second, somebody's going to be in last, and, uh, you know, could be flip-flopped by the end of the year. Yes, Seton. Nick Chubb is going to make in his whole career what Jared Goff is making this season. Yeah. Yeah. Slightly less than that is Ryan Tannehill this season, and he'll make in his whole career. Yep. Ryan Tannehill's getting, like, almost $30 this year. Yeah. It's the position. No. And I know everybody says, oh, they need guaranteed contracts. This is why they don't get guaranteed contracts, because of the position that they play. If you say, this guy's going to have the ball this many times during a game, 25 times. Well, 25 times, there's 11 guys who want to tackle him. You know, a quarterback has protection. Running backs, they run. And sometimes they're running and it's just them. So when you think about it, you know, receivers don't get, nobody has this where you're exposed like this. And we're seeing this. You know, Saquon Barkley, that was just like a simple play and a tackle, and then he hurts his ankle. Josh Jacobs, minus two yards. Now you have Nick Chubb. And then what happens is you get somebody who comes in to replace them. And you saw that last night. Jerome Ford. Who? And he's making the league minimum. And he looked really good. You can find it. Marvin always says it's like finding the guy who can shoot threes and play D. Like a 3 and D guy, you can find those guys. There's a lot of those guys floating around. You can bring one in. 
that's what the running back position is. It's like, uh, yeah, he's out. All right, we'll find somebody. And then you normally do. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, you're right. There's no worse weekend for the cause of NFL running backs than what just happened the past two days. Barkley, they give him a raise, he's out. Nick Chubb, he gets the, the big deal. For a running back, he got a big deal. And he's out. His his running back is the backup guy runs for six and a half yards of carry. Yeah. And it's gonna it's not gonna get better, probably get worse. Uh, and I hate you know, nobody likes to see that. Even if you're a Steeler fan, you don't like seeing something like that. No. And you know, I don't know if it was a dirty hit or not. I know that they spent a lot of time talking about the injury. They didn't show the injury again. And I and I want to talk about that because I've been in these situations before when I've been on SportsCenter where you have to say, hey, I want to give you a heads up. Jason Kendall of the Pirates. I remember he broke his ankle trying to beat out an infield hit with the Pirates. And, you know, so we have the highlights and then you got to, you know, make a educated decision where you're trying to protect the people who are watching this. I remember Jason uh, Kendall was upset at SportsCenter because we did show it. I remember having a conversation with him, and he was disappointed that uh, you know we showed that. There, there are certain injuries. Uh, Louisville basketball player, what was it, Kevin Ware, and uh, you know gruesome injury in the tournament, broke his leg, and uh, Willis McGahey. I was there for that injury. He blew out his knee. You just you see these moments, and then you want to know: Can I can I show it? How do we show it? Do I give you the d- disclaimer there? But it's. There's a difference, I guess, in sports journalism, uh, journalism and then news journalism. Um, I mean, I'm, I side more with the news journalism of, I'm going to show you this. It can be disturbing here, but, you know, we're here to chronicle this. We're here to talk about this. You try not to make it, you know, salacious here. And, and hey, let's show it again at this angle. I think you have to be fair to the story that you're going to show it once. Yes, Todd. And you can protect yourself, I guess, a little bit by saying, you know, for those of you weak of heart or of a queasy stomach, you know, we're going to about to show you something you may want to look away. But that certainly doesn't help at a sports bar where you're not going to hear that and you're going to show it and all of a sudden you're going to see something you may not want to see. We'll take a break. We'll talk about that. We'll settle on a poll question. Uh, the man who uh, did the profile on Deion Sanders on 60 Minutes, the reporter, correspondent John Wertheim, will join us uh, coming up next hour. Would they have run that story on Dion if Colorado had lost to Colorado State? That's one of my big questions for John. So Steelers win, Saints win. Uh, Michigan State is looking for a new college football coach. We'll talk about some of the uh, baseball playoff runs, the Reds and Diamondbacks making late playoff runs as well. The uh, Colorado State player who had the hit on Travis Hunter receives death threats. And Saquon Barkley out for, looks like, three weeks. So a lot of topics here. You can be part of the conversation. We're back after this on the Dan Patrick Show. We're ready. Week three coming up. Thursday night, DraftKings Sportsbook and an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You can bet $5, get $200 instantly in bonus bets if you're a new customer. Throw five down on any of this week's epic matchups and walk away an instant winner. DraftKings. All customers, by the way. Take advantage of two new offers every game day in September. Football's more fun when you're in on all the action. Download the app now. Sign up with the code PATRICK. New customers, $5. Get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Promo code PATRICK. Fritzy. 
21 and over in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. Bonus issued as free bets. One early win token issued at opt-in. Moneyline bets only. Deposit and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility in terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year. Anything can happen. Last minute buzzer beaters, gaps in health coverage. But when the last one happens, you need Affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover. You may have seen the Affleck duck working with some pretty famous coaches, but did you know Affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance? Look, Health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything. So when an illness or injury happens, you can be hit with medical bills that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness And that's why you got to level up your defense. When there's gaps in health coverage, Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into 150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Make sure you sign up for the Dan Patrick Show newsletter, available every day at 6 Eastern, 3 Pacific. Really simple. Sign up by going to danpatrick.com. Put in your email address in the box that slides out. Bottom right corner, you're good to go. You get all the uh, details 
things that are happening, T-shirts, also uh, the next moonshine drop as well. I'm not sure where we stand with that. Pumpkin maple, I believe, is what we're uh, doing with the moonshine. Seton, do we have a, uh, a target date for uh, moonshine? Extremely soon. <laughs> is that what it is? Yes. Extremely, <laughs> extremely very soon. Okay. Because I wanted to have it for the fall. Yeah. So if you went tailgating. And are we upping the amount that we're uh, able to sell? Uh, yeah, especially for the holidays. Okay. So for the holidays, we're going to have a lot. Wow. Good. Because I heard from people uh, who have said, look, I'd love to try it. I just can't get in there in time because the moonshine sells out in 15 minutes. But we are trying to double the amount that we will be able to uh, distribute. Yes, Paul? That's convenient because I drink a lot during the holidays. Oh, you do? Having a lot would be Mm. helpful. This is just screaming out, put a little of this uh, moonshine, the uh, maple pumpkin, in your coffee. You you start out uh, like a tailgate morning. Awesome. Coffee hammer. Yes. Yes, and then somebody will say, oh, what are you drinking? Oh, just coffee. But you got your moonshine in there. Just a little splash there. All righty, we'll get to phone calls coming up. Uh, poll question, Seton, before we dive into the uh, Nick Chubb injury. Well, we could go with dueling Monday night football games. Mm. Twice the fun or watered-down duds? Well, the game, you know, Carolina against New Orleans wasn't a good game. No. That didn't help. And that's one of those, oh, by the ways, I'm flipping through and I go, uh, it said NFL football on the mothership. And I go, oh, oh, that's right, double header. And then I clicked on it. First thing I see is the Steelers celebrating with a pick six. So I just tuned in as they're celebrating the pick six to start the game. Um, I don't think, I don't think you'd find anybody who doesn't like it because we love more football. I guess we could look at the start time for this, that you had uh, you know, 7.15 and then the other one started an hour later. Do I like that better than 7.15, 10.15? Yeah, Seaton. The only thing I don't like about it is that I found myself, I started watching one game and I was like, ah, this game's boring. I'll flip over to the other one. And then it was like, ah, this one's okay. Yeah. I didn't think either of them were necessarily great games, which to me just makes it feel like, if there had only been one game, they probably would have put a better matchup well, in prime time rather than these two, like, okay-ish ones. Well, for years, ESPN always got a bad Monday night schedule that, uh, you know, the NFL would take care of Sunday night football first, then probably Fox, the late afternoon game, and then CBS, and then leftovers went to the mothership. But I think, I think ESPN spends more money than anybody on uh, football with their, uh, their deal. And they got a better schedule. I just think having two, and and neither one of them really stood out. I mean, there was there was action, there was drama with the Browns and the Steelers. The Saints and the Panthers just wasn't a, a fun game. Uh, yeah, Pauline, I like it a lot. I like the option because if one if one if there was one game last night, that other game would have been a one o'clock Eastern Sunday game, and you would have say, seen nothing of it. You saw some red zone highlights. This gave you the option. What if Steelers? Browns was a complete dog. You can go the other way. You're going to get more eyeballs on games. I would stagger them out a little more. Maybe make one a little more East Coast, one a little bit more West Coast, like a 7.30 start, 9.30 start. Distance it a little more. Yes, Todd. I don't love it. I think one game Sunday night, one game Monday night's more than enough. If it's a dud, it's a dud. I don't, I, I'm already going back and forth like crazy with red zones and stuff all day Sunday. On Sunday night and Monday night, I'd rather just focus on the one game. I don't need So jobs. if I just said you had the Panthers and the Saints... It is what it you is. You would have been fine. 
I wouldn't love it, but I would be okay with it. I don't want to have multiple games. I have that all day Sunday, and then I just want to kind of ease into the last couple of games. What a burden. You have to flip around. Sunday night football. I got to do game. the red zone. It oh takes, my it takes God. away the excitement of Monday night football. Monday night football. Here's no, your no, two teams. No, no, no. Monday night football is long gone. That's long gone. I'm sorry. Your childhood, That's long gone. Yes, Eden. So I feel like if it, if there was only one game, the one game wouldn't have been Panthers-Saints. That would have been at 1 o'clock. There would have been a better matchup. It would have been like 49ers-Rams or something. No, I don't think so. Not not in accordance to what I've been told. ESPN used to have a lot of these Monday night games that weren't you know big matchups. It is true. They have had a, a history of yeah. Now, if you said this was Sunday night football, then I would say no, <laughs> that's not normal. They wouldn't have Carolina against the Saints. True, but ESPN has had a history of having these kind of games that kind of getting screwed. Yes, for all that money. And then it was Thursday night that had would have had Carolina against uh, the Saints. Now Thursday got a little bit uh, better. So the, you're, you're having standalone game. If you're the NFL, you want to have a standalone game, and, and there's a reason why you have a standalone game. We got another doubleheader coming up next Monday night on the Mothership. Yeah, Paul? Yeah, the, uh, next Monday, the early game is Eagles at Bucks. Surprisingly, 2-0 Bucks, as they will tease. Mm-hmm. And the Rams, who are saucy, against the Bengals. Must win for Bengals. Yeah, may not have Joe Burrow, though, right. for that game. That's in Cincinnati. Mm. Yeah, Marv. The early seven fifteen games, those are feeling like Thursday night games. Okay. Where it's like, oh. Well, wait. It's the, only... the Titans play the Panthers again? <laughs> Don't they play like five times a year? On Thursday night. Yeah. Uh, yes, Tom. And I know there's time zones involved and stuff, but if I'm the early game, I kind of feel like the appetizer, like I'm the lead, the lead into the more interesting game, which it was yesterday. Most people, I don't care who you're a fan of, Steelers-Browns is the marquee game, and we'll sprinkle in this first, and then you'll flip over to the other one. Yeah, but if you're playing, do you really care? Like, I'm, we're the JV, we're the warm-up act? I, like, you're still, more people were going to see you last night than they would have seen you on Sunday at 1 o'clock. Now, you may not want them to see you, yes. so then you have an opinion. We have more of an opinion of the Saints and the Panthers today than we would have. They really showed w- up their skills last night. One o'clock on a Sunday. Yes, Marv. Last night, the Saints-Panthers, uh, that's the Dennis Green game. They are who we thought they were. Boring and terrible. Yeah, let them off the hook. But I think the Saints have a chance to be, you know, win the division, host a playoff game. The NFC South? Yeah. You didn't say it. You said it like it was the AFC North. <laughs> <laughs> they have a chance to win a division. Oh, okay. Got three 2-0 teams. Yeah. How about that, Marvin? Oh, bloop. Bang, yeah. yeah, take, take that. that. Yeah. They're going to end with seven. Stat of the day. Stat of the day. <laughs> bop, bop. Brought to you by Panini America. Yes, yes, Paul. But if I'm a Saints fan, this is about as good as I've felt since Drew Brees broke his ribs. Remember, they were searching for quarterbacks, and they're, they're trying Simeon and Taysom Hill. So they feel good about this. If I'm a Saints fan, I'm feeling real good today because you were kind of irrelevant in the offseason. We talk about some teams that don't have a lot of buzz. They didn't have any offseason buzz. Even getting Carr. That defense is good, and Carr is good-ish. Occasionally mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Hall of occasionally good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Trying to put a bow on it. Yeah. Hey, we got to see Taysom Hill last night. Yes. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> we have a Taysom Hill game later. Oh, wow. It's, it's that good. Okay. We're saving it. Yes, Todd. If I'm the Saints and the Falcons keep wearing those awesome red helmets, I am worried in the NFC South who's going to win that division. Oh, now you're jumping on my Falcons bandwagon. That, that helmet alone brings <laughs> back to those little mini helmet days when you put the quarter in the machine. Once again, your childhood right. days. Let it go. Falcons. Let it go. Yes, Marv. And the Falcons have somebody you can put on the marquee. 
Bijan Robinson is a star. Yes, he is. There's yes. a difference between, like, there's good players and then there's good and star players. He might be on that level of he's a good player, but he's also a star. Like early Odell. Yeah, but not playing in a media market. You know, that's Saquon Barkley is Bijan Robinson and, you know, being able to play in the New York market. Bijan's a wonderful talent. And, and the first player that I've watched who has moves that were Barry Sanders-like, that you just say, how does the body go that way? Um, he's strong and, uh, you know, physical runner. It's just you watch these running backs, you just you hope that they're able to play and, and play for a long time without serious injury. It just it goes along with the territory there. And you saw that with Nick Chubb last night. Maybe you didn't see it with Nick Chubb because – the injury, the camera angle is kind of shielded because you can't really see what happened. But what happens is you'll have your director and producer who will be in the truck, and they have all these monitors. They probably went, oh, that, you know, telling Joe Buck in his ear, oh, it's really bad. That's usually what happens. Somebody will give you a heads up because Joe's calling the action. And he's watching the monitor, or maybe he's just watching the play, and maybe he can't see it. And we can't, you know, we're looking at it and go, okay. And, and then all of a sudden, he's like grabbing his knee, and then they talked about, you know, the severity of it. And, and then we realized, now you have to show it again to at least put it in context of what happened there. They decided that they weren't going to do it. Um, I would have done it. I would have done it once because – you know, you're, you're carrying the game. And I think you owe it to the audience. You, and you could do a disclaimer. And, and look, I, I might be in the minority here, but I, if I was running the show, I would say, all right, uh, you know, Joe, give them a disclaimer. We're going to show this. Just let them know that this is a gruesome injury. And you show it once. And even say, look, we're going to show it once. That's all we're going to show. We hope to get a, you know, an update on his injury at some point. Throughout the game, what would you have done, Todd? I agree with what you just said. You give them—you uh, don't have to play it multiple times. You give people the uh, people that are watching a chance to turn away, and you show it the one time, and that's the end of it. But that's exactly how it should be handled. What about you, Seaton? When did it become the norm that you don't show them? Um, I—I forget who it was now, but somebody broke their arm in the end zone. Once and it was like shown a couple of times, and they're like, "Ah, you got to stop showing that." Um, I'm trying to think. There was an injury in the Super Bowl, the Bengals and the Niners. Tim Crumry, and they had a terrible turf in Miami that led to that injury, and they showed it. Uh, you know when Kevin Ware of Louisville. They showed it above shot. Um, the, the Jason Kendall broken ankle at first base. Yeah, Paulie. One that stands out to me where they showed it, but they really tried not to. Do you remember when Gordon Hayward broke his leg with the Celtics? I happened to be watching that game. It wasn't a national game. It was a local game. And they were like, oh, they were very cringy. They showed a top shot, almost like a overhead camera angle, like a mm-hmm. jib cam high up. So you could see the play, see what caused the injury, but you couldn't see really close. They kind of watered it down, I guess you could say. What about you, Marvin? 
Yeah, I would have given a disclaimer, just showed it once, and maybe, like Paulie said, maybe an overhead angle, maybe a faraway angle, but I'm not sure about that close-up, but I would have. Paulie, what would you have done? Yeah, I, I think you have to show it. Definitely a disclaimer, this is not pleasant, it's not that good, but you know, there might be a story here. This is a star running back on an interesting team who, was he hit low? Was it a cheap shot? The people at home have to decide what happened on that play. You definitely give a disclaimer in case there's kids watching. If you can, give a couple seconds, rack it up once, and then it's a choice of the viewer, and then you're telling the full story. Yeah, I'd probably lean towards that way. And, I, you know, you have to make these decisions in the moment. So we, you know, I have the benefit of 12 hours here that, uh, or whatever it is, that I can go, well, I don't. In the moment, you're the director, you're the producer. Uh, you probably have your boss uh, who's running the network who's going to be involved in this as well. But I think you have to show it once. And and if you can do it, you know, you don't do a slow motion. Don't, you know, do a spot shadow. Don't do any diagram. You know, just here is the injury from another angle here. And this is the same knee that is surgically repaired with Nick Chubb. And then you move on from that. Yes, yeah, Eden. That Kevin Ware injury was 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Joe Theismann, when that happened, you realized right away. You know how I realized right away, and I was at the game, was Lawrence Taylor's reaction. So here's the baddest dude on the planet playing football, and all of a sudden he's like, he's got his hands up by his helmet, and he's like, oh, my God. And, I, you know, we've talked to Joe Theismann about this. And Joe, you know, the body goes into shock. So I don't know if Joe was in pain when his leg was broken. I'm sure it was painful, I should say. But your body goes into shock. And that probably happened to him, uh, where it's like, okay, I'm, I know I'm in trouble here. And then they're going to get you off the field. And then they're going to try to numb that up. But I remember Lawrence Taylor's reaction – because as I, I know, I've been told that you could hear it, you could hear it break, and I think that's what LT was reacting to: is oh my god, he he just ended Joe Theismann's career. Yes, Tom. I was just watching on uh, one of the websites that actual play, and they did show at least once the reverse angle where you could, you see his leg kind of get mangled and stuck underneath. I don't know how many more times they showed it after that. Yeah, but they did show a slow motion reverse angle. Yeah, sometimes if you show it from afar, you know. But I, I, I would have shown it. Uh, Napoleon McCallum, remember when he blew out his knee with the Raiders? That was a Monday night game. Um, yeah, so we've had those. But I, th- I think you, you just have to be sensitive. That's all. And, and what I was told one time by a news director is you want to show your audience, but you also have to factor in that person who just got injured, their family watching this as well. And it always stayed in the back of my mind if you ever had something like this, where it's like, oh, my God. Well, imagine if that's your husband or that's your son, that's your brother, and you're watching that kind of injury and just being sensitive to that. Who was the pitcher, left-handed pitcher? Who broke his arm? Broke his arm. Dravecki? Yeah, Dave Dravecki. And, I, you know, you watched it, and you saw the ball just kind of drop. And then you realized that something really bad happened and he broke his arm on a pitch. And, uh, you know, we talked to him about that as well. He joined us and I, I don't know what year that was, but I remember that he, he said it just popped and, uh, he realized that, you know, he had broken something. 
That doesn't happen. But it did to uh, Dave. Yeah, Paulie. Going back to last night, I was watching, and I was more surprised that they didn't show the Nick Chubb replay than if they would have. Because, I, like I said, usually they show one or with a disclaimer or maybe a distant angle. Do you think it's the social media era where they were concerned in real time about the outpouring of criticism by showing that injury? That's what I thought when I thought about it for a couple minutes. Like, wow, that's, that's surprising that they didn't show it because networks usually do. But I think that maybe the chilling effect has gotten into the booth. Well, also, you can show it once, but social media is going to show it forever. Even on social media, though, there's you get criticized if you post the injury. Like you, you're oh, not even really? supposed to post it on social media, yeah. or you'll get backlash. Yeah. All right, let me take a break here. We'll get to phone calls, and our play of the day is up next. Big day coming up on Friday in the Man Cave. It's a meat Friday, but uh, we're bringing in the chef from King's Hawaiian. Yes, Tyler's getting kicked to the curb again. We're bringing in a professional, and uh, the chef is probably going to talk about Slider Sunday that King's Hawaiian is making into a national holiday. I don't know if this is what he's going to make. Well, I think he's going to make quite a few different sliders, but if you need a little recipe inspiration, you can go to kingshawaiian.com. There you're going to find barbecue bacon chicken sliders. Mm Mm-hmm. Rotisserie chicken. Chicken, brown sugar, barbecue sauce, roasted red peppers, shredded cheddar, and ranch dressing, some sliced onion, all prepared on King's Hawaiian's original sweet rolls. Football Sunday is all about sharing great food and fun with friends and family. That's a lot of F's in there, including football. King's Hawaiian Slider Sunday, the only way to Sunday. Go to the bakery or deli section of your local store, pick up those sweet, fluffy, irresistible King's Hawaiian rolls, and enjoy. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? along with my fellow pro bowler, T.J. Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it, Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, T.J. Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year. Anything can happen. Last-minute buzzer beaters, gaps in health coverage. But when the last one happens, you need Affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover. You may have seen the Affleck duck working with some pretty famous coaches. But did you know Affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance? Look, health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything. So when an illness or injury happens... You can be hit with medical bills that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness, and that's why you got to level up your defense when there's gaps in health coverage. Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. 
as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Oh my God! The play, the play of the day. Check this out. Watson under center. Steelers showing blitz. Long count. Play action fake. He's back. There's and the ball is out of the Steelers. Yes. Pick it up. And that's TJ Watt running for the end zone. Steelers with the touchdown. The strip by Highsmith. Courtesy of the Steelers Radio Network, Alec Highsmith was all over the field last night. T.J. Watt, he finally scores a touchdown. He ranks third in his family in touchdowns. You have J.J. with six, Derek with three, and T.J. with his first. He leads the NFL in forced fumbles since coming into the league in uh, 2018. Is T.J. Watt already a Hall of Famer? He's got, I think, 75 sacks. Uh, if you put in the forced fumbles in there, like I don't, I don't know what the line is now. The line of demarcation where you go, okay, now you're a Hall of Famer. Yeah, Pauline. So he's 29 years old. He's played. This is season number seven. Out of his uh, six seasons, he's been All Pro five times, first team All Pro. I'm sorry, Pro Bowl five times. First team All Pro three times, yeah, right on a cusp. Let's say there was a career-ending injury or something, he'd so, probably get the hall pass for the injury because of the injury. But you end up with a hundred sacks. You're on your way, right? How many How many guys have a hundred sacks who aren't in a Hall of Fame and they're eligible? I'd be curious. Play of the day brought to you by the great folks at Kings Hawaiian. They want you to get together with friends and family, enjoy football this weekend, and make every Sunday. A slider Sunday. Yes, Paul. I've got the all-time sack leaders. Boy, there's a lot of guys over 100. 
A couple names that aren't in the Hall of Fame. Jason Taylor, is he in yet? Yeah, he's in. He did get in, okay. Yeah. Terrell Suggs, he's on his way. He'll be in. DeMarcus Ware is on his way. He got in. Oh, he did get in. Yeah, uh, this past year. Here's one. 133 sacks, John Abraham. Not a household name. He's not in the Hall of Fame. He retired in 14, five-time Pro Bowler, two-time All-Pro. Did it for a few different teams. Mostly Atlanta, didn't he? Yeah, never led the league in sacks, but he had a bunch of, like, 12 sacks. Okay, okay. He's kind of a a compiler. A compiler. Yeah, as they say. Compiling sacks. Another one, Leslie O'Neal. 132 sacks. Wow. And if he didn't get in already, he's probably not going to. No. He was a big deal for the Chargers. Yes. You know, because the Chargers always had great offense. We just didn't know if they had enough defense. And Leslie O'Neal was a, he was a great player. He was a weapon. A couple more guys who are over 120 sacks. Remember Clyde Simmons for Philadelphia? Yeah. 121. Simeon Rice. Tampa Bay. 122. And they're not in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And might not. Yeah. Because they've been out for a while, those guys. Yeah. We have the Veterans Committee, I think. And then they put in six every year. At least six uh, candidates go into the Pro Football Hall of yeah. Fame. All right. uh, let's see. Oh, do we have the all-purpose game, all-purpose player game? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is based off, we have the all-purpose football music. Yeah. We, there we go. Purpose. Taysom Hill had a completion, ran the ball, and caught a pass last night. Okay. So threw a pass, caught a pass, and had a, uh, at least one carry. Yeah, and the, the pass had to be complete, not just an attempt. Okay. And not to himself. Right. Because there have been quarterbacks who have thrown and actually caught their own pass. Since, uh, in the Super Bowl era, since 1967, what players have the Walter most... Walter Payton. That's correct. <laughs> Thank you. Good night. No, um, that's actually not the correct answer. It's kind of the correct answer. Which players have the most games of that ilk, where they threw a pass that was complete, caught one, and ran one? The leader in the clubhouse has 15 such games. Gail Sayers. Taysom Hill at 15. Mm. He's winning the Taysom Hill okay. game. Okay. He's had fi- <laughs> now, he, now that, to be fair to him, he's played quarterback, like specifically quarterback. Okay. Number two all time. Walter Payton. Walter Payton is correct with nine, Dan. <laughs> yes. Including eight touchdown passes. He's incredible. Should have played quarterback as well. He could have. Okay. I'm going to see if anyone can name anyone in the top five. They're all, they all played. Uh, Wait, I thought we just did. A couple more. I want to get oh, you. Oh, Emmett? Emmett Smith, no. Yeah, I don't think they wanted him to throw the football. One's a wide receiver. The other two are running backs. The other one's a quarterback. Is Wes Chandler? No, but that's a good guess. I think he's got four. Oh. That's a good guess. I'm giving that to you. Okay. Yes, Marv. Cordell Stewart? No. Oh. I'll give you a hint. He played most of his career for the Steelers, or the bulk of his career. Name is hyphenated. Oh, Antoine Randall L. Antoine oh. Randall L. is oh, yeah. tied for third all time. Okay. This player was fantastic in college, fantastic his first few years. Then, for some reason, his t- team stopped using him, and he... His career kind of went to Kansas City. Marcus Allen, eight games, oh. completions, caught one. I think he was one. a high school quarterback. Then he was a fullback in college, uh, and then became a tailback, and then became a Hall of Famer. Two more. This, okay. is, this one's a running back. All right. Friend of the show. Friend of the show, running back. West Coast. 
threw a lot of passes. Christian McCaffrey. Ladanian Tomlinson. Ladanian Tomlinson. Okay, now here's the curveball. There's a quarterback who, of course, threw passes and ran the ball, but he made had seven receptions in his career. This is nuts. Not who you'd expect. Bobby Douglas. No, he just retired a couple years ago, this player. And he's been mentioned on today's show for having broken ribs. Yes, Mark. Drew Brees? Drew Brees is correct. Blue, blue. Drew nice. Brees with seven catches in his career. How about that? I did not know that. Back to you. All right. That's the uh, all-purpose, all-purpose game. Purpose no, player game. <laughs> well, it's the Taysom Hill game yeah. is what it's called. Affectionately. John Wertheim of 60 Minutes profiled Deion Sanders. He'll join us coming up in a little bit. Were they running that profile on Deion if Colorado State had won that game? We'll talk to him about that. Your phone calls as well. Hour two coming up right after this. One more item. We close out hour one, and what an hour it was. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. They're available in packs, or you can go to Panini's public auctions that are located on the site. And what are you going to find there? Hottest rookies, biggest superstars, the all-time greats, and it's a one-stop shop. Get the newest release packs from all the biggest Panini brands now as NFTs. Panini NFT platform, the only platform where you can win physical versions of your NFTs, and Panini NFT trading cards giving you the opportunity to pull autograph cards, memorabilia cards, rare inserts, even one-of-one NFTs. Panini also turning up the heat and signing some of the biggest names and uh, one-of-a-kind NIL deals. Texas quarterback Quinn Ewers, freshman sensation, USC-wide receiver Zachariah Branch, and Arch Manning. So be on the lookout for college football's top players in Panini's NIL products. Go to PaniniAmerica.net, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 
6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply.